All right, welcome to the Simple Ways to Have a Good Life podcast. My name is James, and I have spent close to 20 years helping people in different capacities. And on this podcast, I just try to take everything I've learned in that time and I share it with you. We're going to continue talking about self-sabotage because I got a lot of good feedback about the last episode and about the newsletter that talked about it. I'm about to do a big series on Instagram about it. And the thing that's really hit me as I go through this and learn more about it is that this is a real problem for a lot of people. And so we're going to kind of keep digging into that and try to come up with solutions for it. So today we're just going to talk about some basic self-sabotaging behavior. And um, I'll use examples from my own life and we can talk about things that you can maybe do to prevent it or to you know escape from it if it's something you're doing. I think I said this last time, I'm going to say it again. I'm completely resolved to like everything I've done in my life. I've worked through all of it. And so I'm not being negative on myself. I'm not being self-critical. I have just found that it's more useful to people if I use examples and I'm more comfortable using examples from my life when we're talking about behavior you may want to avoid rather than, you know, using somebody else as an example. So we defined self-sabotage as anything that you are doing that is hindering your own success in life. You know, I said last time too, I'm not going to be going into like subconscious or unconscious motivations. There's plenty of people out there doing that. They enjoy talking about the abstract stuff. I'm here to help you make concrete changes in your everyday life. So we're going to leave that to other people. I I just wanted to talk about some of the most common self-sabotaging techniques that I see uh, in other people's lives and in my own. And the first one that comes to mind is perfectionism. Perfectionism is a self-sabotaging technique because as long as you are aiming for the perfect, you will never accomplish it because it doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. And so if you are not going to put anything you do out there or you're not even going to start something until you're sure you can do it perfectly, you are doomed to failure over and over and over again. If you've listened to this podcast for a while or if you've gone back to the beginning, you'll see the very first episode about it was about perfectionism. The first blog I ever wrote was about perfectionism. That is because both of those projects took a lot longer to get off the ground than they should have because anytime there was any mistake or something I didn't like, I deleted everything. And so what I was doing, I was using perfectionism as a way to avoid failure. And so I think when we talk about perfectionism, make sure to just just keep in mind the saying that the perfect is the enemy of the good. It's much better to do something good than to not do it at all. But when we bring perfectionism into the equation, that's our option. It's either perfect or nothing. Perfect's not a thing when it comes to the things we do, so you're always going to wind up with nothing. And I can't think of anything that hinders you more in life than doing nothing on the things you want to accomplish. The second one is procrastination. This is a big one. I, this is this is probably in the top five things I've ever talked to people about over the years, especially as a coach trying to help people get things done. Uh, what you've got to avoid here is is calling yourself a procrastinator. Nobody's a procrastinator. But we all tend to procrastinate when we're feeling overwhelmed. So what I tell people is when you notice that you're procrastinating, see what you need to divide up into more actionable goals. If I need to rebuild my fence, and that's and that's the whole thing, that's the only way I've got it in my head is, oh, rebuild the fence today. That's never going to happen because I'm going to look at that and I'm going to think, gosh, there's just too much to do. But if I put it up into actionable steps, uh, you know, uh, tear the old fence down, haul that wood off. Uh, dig out new post holes, uh, you know, go to Home Depot and get the concrete, get the get the new posts, get the fence. And then, you know, on the third day, maybe, you know, put the fence up, things like that. That's a, that, that's a, that's a terrible set of instructions to build a fence, by the way. But it, it, when they're more bite-sized like that, I can actually do it. If I have this huge, just giant project and I'm looking at the whole thing at once, I'm going to get overwhelmed. I'm going to start procrastinating. When I start procrastinating, I'm going to start calling myself things like lazy, and so I'm going to move into like a, into a self-criticism spiral or a shame spiral, and that's not going to help me get things done. 
So just remember, procrastination equals overwhelm. Not, uh, it's not procrastination equals laziness. It's overwhelm. And so just find a way to become less overwhelmed with what it is you need to do. And that's usually by dividing it up into, into steps that we can actually focus on. You know, this next one is a, is a really big one, uh, has been in my life at least, and that's self-medication. For years and years, I drank or used drugs to deal with anxiety, to deal with depression, to, um, I think a lot of it was just because I was afraid of trying to step out and do anything. And if I was just like a, a loser, you know, if I was just a, a loser who drank too much, a loser who used drugs all the time, it it really kept me from having to put myself out there because I was in a constant cycle of trying to recover from the consequences of 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 self-medicating. You know, I crashed cars, I got thrown in jail, I lost jobs, I walked off of jobs, I blew up relationships, I blew up friendships. I I just constantly made a mess out of my life trying to deal with the mess that my life was. You know, I brought myself more anxiety by trying to run from anxiety. I brought myself more depression by trying to run from depression. And so when it comes to self-medication, I think you've got to, first of all, you've got to know whether you're doing that or not and if it's harmful. There are plenty of people out there who can have a few drinks, who can, I mean, recreationally use some drugs. There are others who cannot. And you've got to just be honest with yourself about that. We're going to talk more about self-honesty in the future when it comes to self-sabotage, but you've got to be honest with yourself. If, if your self-medicating consistently interferes with your life, then that's something you need to address. And until you do, you are not going to be able to turn things around and do the things that you want to do. So there's three forms of self-sabotage right there. Perfectionism, procrastination, and self-medication. Take a look at your life and see which of those impact you or if all of them do. And then take appropriate steps. When we're talking about self-medicating, if you are in active addiction or you're really struggling with self-medicating, it's you need to reach out and get some help. That's something that of it's very rare to see somebody deal with that successfully completely on their own. That's when you may need to look into counseling. You may need to look into, actually, I was going to say coaching, but that's really, that's a counseling issue. Stick with counseling for addiction. You may need to go to rehab. You may need to be prepared to take those steps to get over it. And I know that's a hard thing to do. I know just financially and time-wise and just the scariness of going into those places. I've been in rehab, shoot, I don't know how many times, a couple, and it sucks every time. It's scary every time. And it wasn't a magic bullet for me, it, but it did give me the tools to start getting traction, to start changing my life in a really, just a really concrete, actionable way. But you don't have to be in active addiction for those things to impact you. Uh, just going out drinking. If you go out drinking a couple times a week, you are hemorrhaging money. And that might be keeping you from doing the things you want to do. If you are waking up so hungover, you can't do anything every Saturday and Sunday. That's two days of your life that's being taken from you that you could be doing other things with. If 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 you if you if you like to smoke a bunch of weed and it wrecks your motivation, then there you go. That's that's doing something to you. If you uh if you catch drug charges, you know I live in Texas. Drug charges are really freaking serious in this state. That can limit you for years and years and years. Even if you don't go to jail, just the cost of attorneys and your probation officer and all that. So just look at the things that aren't working in your life and see what you can trace them back to. If it's one of these three, then then you've got to address it. One of the best ways to address perfectionism is to make a public commitment for the thing you're going to do, and and then ask people to hold you accountable. That's how I started the blog and the podcast. That's how I do the series that I do on Instagram, the Anxiety Toolbox class that I'm launching online. It, it's by publicly committing to people that I get around the perfectionism and think like, holy crap, I got to get this done because people are waiting on it. 
that's really helped me a lot. So that's it for today. I'm working on keeping these a little bit shorter, and I think we're going to do this series for the for the next few episodes. So I'm going to give you time to digest that, uh, to look at your own life and see what's working and what's not. And I'd love to hear about it. If you want to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an email at james at jamescotthinson.com. Uh, you can message me on Instagram. I, I, I don't respond to either immediately or super quickly, but I will respond to you. If this is something you want to learn more about, um, like I said, I'm doing a series on Instagram about it. It's just James Scott Henson on Instagram. And I think we'll probably do one more newsletter about it. And you can um, you can sign up for the newsletter. There's, there's no obligation. I'm not going to spam you or sell your information. Uh, and I'll put a link to the landing page in the show notes. Until next time, take a look at what's working. Take a look at what's not. Do less of what's not working. Do more of what is. You have something cool to offer this world. Anything that's stopping you from doing that is not your friend. And it needs to be removed from your life, no matter what that takes. I look forward to talking to you in two weeks. Take care.